Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Sam and Chats. I'm your host, Bobby Sampson. Joined, as always, with me, Mr. Chance Michaels. Chance, how are you today? Do you know what today is? I do. Episode 100. Episode 100, man. Here we are. We have knocked out. Well, we've done over 100, but 100 episode episodes, right? Yeah. Um. Yeah, I think we've done about 110, 112 that we've published, but... This is the official 100. 100. How do you feel? Well, tell me, man. What do you feel? How do you feel? It feels good. Yeah. It feels good. It's a good number. It's a lot of shows, a lot of time, a lot of studying, but it's all worth it. It's all, yeah, I love it. It feels a little surreal to me. I don't think it hit me fully that we've, we've got to this milestone. Um, Not to mention all the good interviews we've had and the good content we provided along the way, too. It's better than I thought it would be when we first started. I think with some of the guests that we had, I never thought we'd land them. So. What do you mean better than you thought, bro? Maybe I need to come out there. We got to get in the ring. Well, some of the guests that we had <laughs> never would never would have fathomed we would have certain people on that we've had on. No, I I mean the first year has been so amazing. I I, I mean obviously things can only just get better and better as we as we progress. Um, yeah. in terms of in terms of content, in terms of our delivery, in terms of the look as well. You know, I mean what are what yeah. we're showing now. Um. There's still so much more that we're going to do and so much more that well, we, we want to we're do. We're one of the few podcasts that do a few different things that other no other podcast does. Like we've had certain guests on here that no other podcast has ever had on the same, like Bushwhackers to Cody to Roger. Those nobody they those three guys are from three different worlds and had them all in the pod. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Especially being guys from Vancouver, it's pretty impressive. Well, I think like I, I've said to other people as well, when I describe the show, it's unique in the sense that there's really, really nobody in Western Canada. You know, there is some guys back east. Yeah. But within Western Canada itself, I don't know anyone else, you know, who's doing what we're doing. Is there anybody even in Eastern Canada do boxing and wrestling too? Um. I'm sure so. there is. I know there's MMA guys. I know there's boxing guys. But even just within Canada, there's not. There's there's not enough shows like there's a lot of regional shows like us, obviously, right? We're not top tier or anything like that, but we do show up in the top 20 if you do like a Spotify search under wrestling or boxing, right? Yeah, but we're the only people, I think, in Canada doing boxing and wrestling. Maybe guys doing wrestling, I'm sorry, boxing, MMA, or one of the people, but I don't think it's boxing and wrestling. I think the only ones doing that in Canada. As far as my searches have, have shown up, yeah, I haven't seen no, I haven't seen too even many in America. Before. Like, can you think of anybody that does boxing and wrestling? No, no, not really. Not the way we do it. Like, Teddy Alice is boxing and MMA, but the wrestling yeah. piece, right? No, well, the wrestling piece is the wrestling piece, right? I mean, it's still kind of taboo in the other cultures and, you know, kind of looked upon as such, right? Um, a ballsy move on our part, maybe to, 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 to kind of take on but we're doing something sports. different that's what's setting us apart we have guests on that other podcasts don't have yeah no 100 percent, so. right and and you know what um a big shout out to all the people that helped Absolutely. contribute and and support us um i think i think it'd be a horrible thing if we didn't give a big shout out to our our partners and our families um mm. you know we are family men at the end of the day we do everything you know we work we take care of our families um and, and we do this as well right so this for me anyways chance is not possible without the support of the family in large my missus my wife and my daughter little miss miss uh without them you know being able to sit down and actually do this and, and still be able to do it 
you know, it's it's because of them. So big shout out to the family, man. How about yeah, you? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I know. I agree. It takes it's a collaborative effort, right? Yeah. And even yeah. when they don't like the podcast, they put the likes on YouTube or download it. Still appreciate their support. <laughs> no, no, hundred percent. So to everyone who subscribed, thank you so much. We really, really appreciate it. Uh, to those that are discovering us, please stick around, man. I trust you. Trust me. Trust you. Trust Chance. We we got we got something here, guy. Oh, we know? do, yeah. Right, we, we have fire. something, and it's just only going to get better. So that being said, all the sediments and our uh, all the nice mushy gushy shit out of the way, let's get going here. Here we are. We are one day behind, unfortunately. Logistics and circumstance didn't allow us to come into your airwaves yesterday, but today here we are. Uh, a couple of days removed from Raw. I don't think we need to touch too much on the Raw. It was okay. No. Uh, we need the look of the belt. I like it. You know, I, what? I, I, I know a lot of people are, you know, there's always going to be fucking stupids online yeah. that are going to make an issue of everything and anything. And those are the same people that complain about people who are successful because they're just too fucking fat and lazy to get off their ass. <laughs> And put some work in to make something happen. Bottom yeah, line. Well said, well said. Up, right? Um, but that I think it looks good. I like the look no, of it. I, I like it. it. It's like a revamped version of you know the big gold belt, right? Yeah. Um we we talked about this yesterday. You you were concerned that there were going to be three belts out there. And I think a lot of people, not a lot of people, but there is that concern out there that I think people don't realize. Here's what I told you yesterday. I'll say it again. I think what's going to happen, Roman is going to drop the red belt that he carries around. And that belt, the new one, is going to take its place. So Roman will only have the universal title, right? And basically the other belt will act as the other heavyweight title that we used to have before Roman won it at Mania last year, not this year's Mania. So, yeah. you know, so that's basically what's going to go down. Um, perfect timing. They announced the draft. Uh, that's going to be taking place this Monday. It's starting. I thought it would make more sense to start the draft on SmackDown, seeing, seeing that it's the bigger show. Uh, running the draft on Raw, in my opinion. What do, you mean, what do you mean by the bigger show? Right now, I think SmackDown gets the bigger numbers. They get the bigger. No, numbers. Raw gets still, Raw still draws higher. It does it really? It does yeah. But in terms of like network TV, though. Yeah, and the ratings were also the biggest one. Really? Yeah. I thought SmackDown was the bigger show, though. They they have no, more Raw. eyes on it. No, Raw gets more viewers every, every almost ninety nine percent of the time. Oh, interesting. I thought that. Well, okay, we'll put it this Raw's way. Raw's the flagship show. Smack SmackDown's still big, but not quite as big. To be honest, I think SmackDown's being bigger in terms of presentation and everything than Raw has. Raw's getting better, don't get me wrong, but there was a moment there where SmackDown was the... Well, I mean, I still think SmackDown's the A show, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, maybe it's better, but as far as ratings-wise, it's Raw. Yeah, okay, fair play, fair play. Yeah. Um, interesting, but on Smack So that's why they're kicking the draft on, on, on Raw, because it's the flagship show. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I get that, but I just thought... I thought, for my opinion, I really thought that SmackDown had the higher ratings. But, you know, then again, I just think it's the better looking show right now anyways, generally. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so, you know, CM Punk showing up at Raw. Let's talk about that. Why did they let him in the building? He's not a member of WWE. 
his AEW roster. I think it's a publicity stunt, get some top people talking for the show on Saturday. If he shows up, I don't know. Or when they start that Saturday show, I mean. Yeah, um, well, I mean, stunt. there was two ways of looking at it. One, he just walked into the Allstate Arena because he's from Chicago, and who's going to say no to CM Punk, right? I mean, it, it probably wouldn't be really hard to get in if he wanted to. Um, secondly, we talked about this earlier, you know, in, in our prep time, and I, we both kind of agree that this could potentially be a CM Punk, Tony Khan publicity stunt in order to promote the show. I mean, what bigger platform than being on WWE news wires yeah. to promote your shit, right? I mean, more people probably know about AEW Saturday show now and more people know about AEW per se uh, with Punk showing up there and mending fences, as he said. He mend fences with The Miz. He mended fences with Triple H, apparently. Maybe, like you but said, this is the thing. This, some this is what I mean. If if Vinny was with Vinny was there, he wouldn't even get through the gate. He's out right away in two seconds. Get this guy out of here. This is the thing. Is like CM Punk is there. He's mending fences. Whatever he's doing, he can call these guys. He's got to do it in person. He can call them. He's got their numbers. He's there to promote AEW. And people like we're talking about it. All the dirt cheap writers are talking about it. Why was he there? Well, he's there to promote himself in AEW. Yeah, that's no, my thing. That's my no, take. No. And I'm not too far away from it. You know, like I said, I think, you know, some of it could have been, you know, it could have been like we were. And I'm sure about, he was trying to mend some fences too, but he's also it's, it's two for one here, you know. Well, I, I think, and, and you know, let's just throw in the fact that maybe he's kicking tires, right? Like, you know, at, at some yeah. point, everybody comes back. At yeah. some point, everyone comes back. And if this guy's mending fences across the board with everybody, um, you know, He's not very liked right now in the world anywhere of professional wrestling, right? So no. I mean, for that, you know, he's got to, and that's the funny thing. You think about these straight edge guys, right? Respect to them, no drugs, no alcohol. Hey, man, that's awesome. Respect. But why yeah. are they all dicks? Most of them are all dicks and fucking really just snooty people. They are like, like their shit's better than everyone else's. Like, well, the, the funny thing is when CM Punk first came to AEW, he was comparing it to like Hogan coming there and NWO. Well, dude. First of all, the ratings don't say that. And uh, you're not even Hulk Hogan's stratosphere. And you coming to AEW is nothing like Hogan going to WCW. So we got to clear that right there. He's well, he's overrated. He's, he overhypes himself. Let, he's let's just, just overrated. To go back to the Hogan thing, it's kind of interesting because I remember when TNA had signed Hogan and they went live that Monday night. Yeah, I go against Raw, yeah. To go against Raw. WWE is bigger than Hogan. Well, yeah, but Hogan was already... No, 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 no. Right, right. But they brought out Bret Hart that night Mm -hmm. at the same show. That was the first time Bret had been back since the screw job. Yeah. That got higher ratings than Hogan showing up on TNA. Just so. Well, yeah, but by that point, Hogan was already... He's already 60 almost, right? Yeah. He already had his day, right? Something like that. But yeah, so Punk shows up, you know, not nothing too hectic. He was asked to leave because he's under contract to AEW. Triple H actually talked to uh, Vince, and Vince told him, hey, he can't be here because of those reasons. Yeah, um, yeah so, I mean, I don't think they, you know, but then we talked about it this way. Uh, there have been AEW talents that have come in with Cody Rhodes as a part of his kind of crew or, or people helping him out. They've never been asked to leave. So just kind of an interesting take. Nothing to expand on. Just throwing that something out. Yeah. Throwing that out there to people. Um, let's talk about the draft. Let's Do talk it. about the draft that's coming up. Uh, 
we basically have one more show to go. Um, I thought maybe it'd be kind of fun if we just kind of took a, you know, a guess, I guess at best, uh, you know, maybe five guys, you know, five, your top 10 people that you think will switch sort of a deal, right? Sure. Um, I'll, I'll kick it off. I think yeah. from Raw, well, first off, I don't think you're going to see anything monumental per se. Yeah, um, I think I, like the mid card guys moving yeah, around. I, I, I don't think you'll get a couple big names, right? Like for me, for example, first off, I think Matt Riddle is going to go to SmackDown. Okay, could be. I think SmackDown will be better suited for him and just, you know, his personality and whatnot. I think that will engage that crowd better. And he's just better suited for that platform. Um, there's really no home for him in Raw. He's just kind of fiddling around there right now, kind of yep. tagging, hanging off of Sami Zayn. And yeah, yeah. So, you know, this could be a fresh start for him. That's why I thought Riddle would be one of those guys that's going over to SmackDown. Uh, your first guy going to SmackDown. Let's do it that way. So, uh, or do you oh, want me to go, go through my whole list? I mean, you just never know what the writers are thinking, what these guys are thinking. It's just right. all guess. Um, thinking about it, and you know, I'm thinking maybe uh, Otis, Otis and Gable go over to SmackDown, or do they split up? Yeah, they could be. I think Otis might go to SmackDown. They need a little right. humor there, a little help. That's just my yeah. guess. Who knows? Yeah, no, that's a fair enough. Okay, to Raw, I have Kerry and Cross going to Raw. Now, the reason I've made this choice is because of this fact. I feel that since he's come back, he's not been able to gain any traction on SmackDown. No, he it's hasn't. Very, it's very heavy there uh, in terms of the roster. It's very heavy for his type of character. A move to Raw for him and Scarlett will be great because they can build on that character. They can do a bit more. And, you know, I, I just think it's better suited for him. I think there's a bit more the way there for him there there are more programs for him there yeah could and, be. Uh, i just think you know it, it will work out better for him you uh i was thinking maybe Sami Zayn. to where to raw to raw possibly possibly break that up a little bit get him out of the bloodline all the time and get him over to raw give a big star over there shake it up well hey before we go any further here so we're one and we're two and two okay yeah I have a feeling that they're going to lose the titles this Friday. You think so? I think so, because Night of Champions is in Saudi Arabia. Sammy's not allowed there. And Kevin won't go there because he's going to support his friend. So if they, can't, if they can't go to Saudi, if half the tag team champions can't go to Saudi, how does that... That's not Night of Champions. Unless they don't defend the belts, I guess. That could be. But it, it doesn't make sense for your tag team undisputed, considering all the belts are in one guy's hand, right? Yeah. That could I, be have, good I have a feeling they're going to drop the belts this Friday. To who? Do they have some match yet? It's Usos against them. Oh, I don't think they, Usos will get it back like that, dude. Just, I think it's too fast. Dude, I think, I think they would. Who else are you going to put it on? Anybody. Three profits. Give it to somebody. Bro, I think it's going to be the Usos. Braun and Ricochet could take it. Braun's out with a concussion. Oh, he's out again. Yeah, I don't know. I just don't want to see the Usos get the belts. I don't think they're going to give him that quick. That's too fast. They have to do something because May 27th is coming up, right? And, you know, so, so I mean, it's, it's the end of next month, obviously. I mean, we still have time off. Yeah. My take is that you're not going to see Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens as tag team champions 
going into that championship. I don't mind those guys losing the belt. I'm not a big fan of either one of them, but I just don't think it's going to be the Usos that quick. I think they're going to wait a few more weeks and figure something out. Maybe Street Profits get it. Uh, maybe Viking Raiders. I don't know. Something. Or they just don't defend the belts. Or in wrestling, dude, nothing makes sense. They can call Knight of Champions and not defend the tag team titles. All the other belts will be on the line. In wrestling, you just never know. You I never know, but again, it's what those sides. You could be right. Yeah, yeah, it could be. I'm just looking at the bigger picture, right? Like the real, yeah. uh, call it tearing down the fourth wall sort of video. All right, so I have going to Raw or going to Smack. Sorry, pardon me. Let me just go back to my list here. SmackDown, I got Matt Riddle going to SmackDown. I got Karrion Cross going over to Raw. Going to SmackDown, my second pick for SmackDown is The Miz. Yeah, it's a fair pick. Like I said, anything could happen here. Could yeah, be. I, I think the Miz again, just another guy. What's he got left to do on Raw right now? There's not much there for him, right? I mean, he had that great fight with Seth. He's hosted WrestleMania, but in terms of programs and kind of new things to do and stuff like that, I think that would work out really well for the Miz. I think it'd just be a good fit for him. Cut some fresh promos, some new programs. Um, you know, so I'm gonna go there with that one. Your 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 second pick for SmackDown. Seth Rollins, ship him over to SmackDown. Get him closer to having a big match against Roman Reigns for the titles. You son of a bitch. You took my top pick. Seth Rollins. It's gotta go over there. Shake that'll that'll really shake the draft off. One of your best guys goes to SmackDown, big buzz, and finally him and Reigns can get on that shield collision course again. Oh man, now you're gonna make me think because you took my pick. All right. <laughs> Going to Raw. Liv Morgan. I think Liv. Ends up over there. Uh, I guess Raquel's going to end up with her because they're the tag team title holders right now. But I think ultimately Liv ends up on Raw. Um, you again, just fresh paint, something yep. different, right? Former champion, not much left to do over there on SmackDown. So <laughs> flip her, I think. Yeah, that's a good pick. Raw pick number three for you. Heading over to Smack, you mean from SmackDown to Raw? Yeah. Um, that's a tough one. Um, so hard to say in the world of wrestling. It's so unpredictable. I'm going to say, you know, maybe the Usos. Maybe the Usos go over there and they split this up a little bit. Why not put the Usos on Raw? Let them have some new opponents. It's a big move. So I'm going to say the Usos. Interesting, interesting. Um, I know they go to both shows anyways, but I'm going to no, say No, no, but I think this draft in particular, after this draft. It's going to be a big one. That's what I'm well, getting what at. makes it hard is because, A, there's so much – you know, cross branding, no, this and I mean, that. But what they're talking about, and again, this is all just talking, and there's nothing concrete or, or, um, you know, confirmed. But they're talking about really keeping the brand separate now, like really working it so you have two brands to the point where they're talking about bringing back brand pay per views. So, for example, Backlash would be, um, Bro. Like a raw pay per view, yeah. Something like Money in the Bank though would have, if it's like an eight man ladder match for Money in the Bank, you'd have four from either side to yeah. make it right to make it work. Yeah, it could be, but for the most part, they're talking about like with with the new title with everything, really focus on just having it. You know, where you get to summer, where you get to Survivor Series, and it's Raw versus SmackDown. Yeah, right. Be cool. Something so, different. Yeah, something different. All right, so SmackDown, my second, my fourth pick would have to be Becky Lynch. 
Becky going over there only for the fact that Seth is there and they don't normally break up couples, right? For the most part nowadays. The travel aspect of it, yeah. Right. So, you know, so so that would be my pick. And I think again, she just something different. What's she gonna do there now? I mean, the only thing she's got going on right now is the feud. That's the only thing that would hold her back from not moving is that feud with with um Trish right now. Um, but she's yeah. injured right now as well. But all that being said, I think, you know, if, if Seth goes there, I think Becky would go there. So that's where I'm going with there. All right, Raw, next one. What do you got? From Raw to SmackDown? Yeah. No, no, oh, SmackDown my. to Raw. SmackDown to Raw? Um, it's hard to say, man. It's not going to be Roman Reigns. Well, I'd like to see that because I can see a switch up. But I'm going to say it's hard. Maybe Sandoz Escobar. Younger guy, move him over there. Fair play, fair play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I know he's not a major player, but other little guys, smaller guys got to move around too to start storylines. So no. just a long shot. I'll say Escobar. Okay, Escobar. I am going to go LA Knight to Raw. I was thinking him too, yeah. Yeah, I think LA Knight, um, again, it's just not much there for him on SmackDown, right? It's a two-hour program. I, and that's why I'm pitching these particular people that I'm picking, the Karrion Crosses, the LA Knights. They have a lot of fucking potential. LA Knight, Ethan, you know, he's he I've been watching this guy since he was fighting in, in the NWA. Mm-hmm. Right. And and I he's got a lot of fucking potential, man. I in my opinion. Um, he's kind of one of those dark horses that can in five years' time could be the face of the company, in my opinion. He just has that. I don't think that far because he's already 37, 38. But, yeah, but most guys don't like look at AJ though. He became a megastar in his 40s when he joined the company. Yeah, he's a he's rare, yeah. Where right? is that? So, still hurt, eh? Injured his heel, man. Like he he tore his thing, but he should be back soon. He should be back uh very soon. Uh so yeah, I got raw. I got LA Knight getting raw or raw getting LA Knight in front of me. Yeah. All right, SmackDown pick next one. Omos the SmackDown. Give him a big, give him a big monster, get him, get him on the Friday show. Shake things up. You can fight a whole bunch of different guys over there. And yeah, almost. All right. Because right. I'm thinking big moves. The draft is good if you move big people around. If you just do the middle, the card guys, there's not really much of a draft to talk about. So almost. Well, I mean, you're going to get your big names that are on the TV, but you get that supplementary draft they always release afterwards that you can mm-hmm. read about. All right. Here, I'm going to go in a different direction here. So my next pick going SmackDown from NXT, former women's champion. Roxanne Perez. Uh, she's pretty much done whatever she needed to do. She's she, There's nothing really left for her there. And after watching NXT last night and she losing uh, in the title match there, she got pinned. So that usually kind of is an indicator to me that that talent is ready to move up. Um, you know, so I think Roxanne Perez is going to be on SmackDown in the near future. Could be. Could right? be, yeah. That's my take. All right, Raw pick. Who do you got going to Raw? I mean, from Raw to SmackDown, you mean? SmackDown, oh, SmackDown to Raw, yeah. Um, SmackDown to Raw, NXT to yeah, Raw. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna, you know what I mean? I'm going to say Gunther. I think Gunther stays at NA, in, in SmackDown, might. but that would mean that Austin Theory would have to flip somehow. You can't have Intercontinental as the US title on one show. Yeah, I was gonna get yeah, that was even my next pick from Raw to SmackDown. Okay, okay, okay. So we got okay. Okay, so for me again, I'm gonna go to NXT again. 
And again, this is because I watched this last night, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I think Braun Breaker, it, he might not show up there right away. Yeah, he's got to get to the big leagues eventually here. Yeah. But I think I think Braun is going to show up there. And it's ironic that they turned him heel after his dad got in trouble, eh? Yeah, I heard about that. Thoughts on that? What did you think? Was he out of line or is that just old school mentality? Well, it's hard to say, man. What do you think? I think it's obviously it is an old school mentality where no, no, no. obviously it's out of line. I, you know, yeah, I, it is what it is. I mean, based on society and, and, and what you're supposed to believe and how you're supposed to interact and whatnot. You know, I haven't really read that guideline or that book because I, I don't really subscribe to it myself. I just treat people like people. Yeah. Um, he was wrong. I think that would have been wrong in the 70s. I think that would have been wrong in the yeah, 60s. Yeah, it's wrong. Right? Yeah. You know, ultimately, at the end of the day, it's wrong. But I, I would argue that a lot of that is really, really old school mentality. Mm -hmm. it, it's kind of like, I can't wait to be 70 years old because then I can see some real fucking shit. And, <laughs> and, and no one can get mad at me because I'm that old guy. Yeah. Right? Oh, he doesn't know nothing. He's, 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 he's from the 80s. What is he yeah. Doing, right? Like, yeah, I know that's funny. Right. So that that's 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 why I'm looking forward to getting old and retiring. So I can sit on a park bench and talk shit, even though I know it's wrong and, and get away with it. Um, <laughs> but I think a lot of it's old school mentality, man. That's what guys, it is, yeah. Right. They come from old school thinking and and you know, men were men and you know, blah 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 blah. I mean, yeah. not, we're not that show, but you know, ultimately that's what it is. But it's ironic that they turned him fucking super heel. I know. There was there wasn't Mark, even a, capitalizing off of it, right? There wasn't even a transition because this was like the nicest guy in the world, man. Um, and all of a sudden, it's just like the darkness just like took him so hard. Um, so yeah, yeah. Well, smart. Got, yeah, yeah. So okay, so I got Braun going over there to okay. Raw. All right, final pick going to SmackDown. Who do you got? One of my favorites, Austin Theory. There you go, man. Austin Theory, yeah, may, might make sense. Uh, Switch it up. A lot of good matches for him over there. Exactly, exactly. Okay, uh, we talked about him. He's going to be coming back soon. I think AJ will end up on SmackDown. Yeah, I can see that. If they yeah. even announce it, this draft depends how far away he is from coming back. I didn't even announce him or say anything. Well, they've announced guys who weren't on the roster, active roster, and they moved. Right? Yeah. I've seen drafts like that as well, right? Um, all right, final pick to raw for you that's so hard right um i'm gonna say the imperium they're gonna go with uh we'll go with gunther okay so imperium over with gunther interesting interesting pick interesting pick i am going drew mcintyre i was thinking i was to gonna raw. say too uh, he's done pretty much what he's done over there on smackdown he did have his moment in cardiff uh, I think I think that title, the new big gold, it's going to come down to Drew and Cody. Could be. In terms of who gets that belt. The, if Seth doesn't move, if Seth doesn't move, then I think it's Seth's belt, in my opinion. And if it's not Seth Rollins, I'd be disappointed. I think he's the face of Raw. Yeah, he, he, I think he's bigger than Cody. I think he's bigger than Drew. 
I think he's, he's definitely bigger than Drew. Absolutely. Yeah. Drew. Yeah. But just in terms of work rate, in terms of everything he does and whatnot, he's due, man. He's been he's an amazing year. wrestler, but there's only my only one knock on set. Sometimes he's a little bit annoying and a little bit obnoxious. I know that's what he's going for, but sometimes it's a little, it seems a little forced. It doesn't seem natural. The fact that he's making you think that way means he's doing his job. No, I know, but it doesn't seem like yeah, yeah, when you yeah, hear yeah. like when you would see like a stone cold at home come off as a bad guy, it felt natural, it felt this is real, but he just seems it seems a little phony at times. Sometimes I would say amazing in the ring. I'm just talking about the mic. Sometimes in his outfit, seemed a little corny. Um, sometimes I love the guy. No, no, I, I, I think that's his thing, though. Right? Like, I mean, I know what you're saying exactly. No, it is his thing, but it just seems cheesy. Some of it, you yeah, know? it's cheesy by design, in my opinion. Right? No, he's so, doing it, but it's just like it doesn't seem like he. It's like he's like not natural at. He's forcing it. And it comes no, across. No, no. Like, I know, I know what you mean. I know what you right. mean. I, I think, in a way, to a certain extent, he's making it that way too, though. Like that's what my point is. It's like he's purposely making it look cheesy. Well, and that's why I don't think he's as big as Cody and some of these other guys because of this kind of corny, kind of cheesy stuff that he does once in a while, and the kind of like whining and the obnoxious voice. And the, I think that's why he's not quite up here at the main event as he thinks he should be at WrestleMania. Uh, possibly. That's my take on it, right? No, no, so, that's fine. I mean, but I love him as a worker. He's amazing in the ring. I'm not taking anything from the guy. Looks yeah, good. Yeah, yeah. Russell's good, but this is my take. No, fair play, man. And that's what you're here for. We're here to share our takes. Um, yeah. All right. So we got our five and five aside. Um, I don't know how right we are on any of those. To be we could be five for five, uh, zero for five, two for five. five. Exactly. Zero. But we'll find out, I guess, starting this Monday. I just hope they shake it up and make it really cool and make it really interesting, right? Well, like I said, I, I, I hope so too. Um, I just don't see any big giant names moving. You know what I mean? Like, I mean, we won't. I'd be very, very surprised if Roman goes to Raw. Um, I'd be very, very surprised if Cody goes the other way. You know what I mean? I'd be ultimately. I don't think you'll see those two on the same show. They're going to keep them separate for a while. Yeah, I think so. I think that's just the way to go right now. Um. But yeah, no, that's it. Hey, something I wanted to talk about really quick as well. Um, yesterday, I, I read some comments from Chavo Guerrero in regards to Rey Mysterio using Eddie's name and coming out at WrestleMania. Um, these Guerreros are very bitter people. I will say this right off the bat. Like, you know, why are you doing this? You know, you shouldn't be promoting Eddie's name. Uh, I, I could, you know... He still thinks he's a better wrestler than Ray. He, he can't hold a candle to him. I don't understand all this animosity. It's not like Ray's doing anything negative with Eddie's name. He's just, you know, obviously this was the last promotion he worked for. AEW has no right, you know, to kind of promote Eddie Guerrero or anything like that. This is the company that he worked for. This is the company that made his name. Um, so to have... You know, the Guerrero family, like first they went off, like Vicky went off um, on on um, Dominic using Eddie's stuff and talking about Eddie. And now you got Shavo doing the same thing. Jealousy, bitterness, what do you think? Absolutely. I was about to say jealousy and bitterness. Shavo Guerrero is almost like Bret Hart. Bret Hart's always trashing Triple H and, you know, thinks he's a doofus and doesn't write a show. And all these guys, you hear Bret Hart trashes. Same thing. Same with Chavo. Chavo is pissed off because he's not around. He's not on the shows. He, his bank account is probably not that well off. I mean, Eddie is Eddie and Ray were they were really close. They're some you know really good friends. He has a, he was tri playing a tribute to him. He's not hurting Eddie's name. He come out and 
he's his best friend. He's paying a tribute to him. I don't know why they would think anything's wrong with that. Yeah, no. I bitterness just, and jealousy, man. That's exactly what I was going to say. But, but it just makes no sense. It's just like you, you're you're getting, you're, you're honoring somebody, right? Exactly. And if they, they're not making any money off of, of using Eddie's name, they're already, without even doing that, they still get the same mask, still get the same money. So I'm not sure what they're up for. But then I started to think to myself here, Chance, um, you know, it's, it's jealousy, it's bitterness, but it's also the type of people that we're dealing with. And the reason I say that, not too long ago, Sherilyn uh, Guerrero, the youngest daughter of Eddie Guerrero, came out with some pretty heavy shit online. I think it's Instagram or, or Facebook, something like that. Yeah. She posted something to the regards of her being sexually assaulted by Vicky Guerrero's new husband back in 2020 during the pandemic time. Um, to which Vicky, her mother, has back basically told her to shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. I'm I'm obviously not yeah, yeah. paraphrasing, saying she's an embarrassment, you know, totally destroying her daughter verbally in this open letter that she wrote. Guys, go check it out. Um, you know, it's just wow, dude. I know it's a lot of family drama there. Right. You figure like, she would believe her daughter, you'd think, wouldn't you? Well, oh, come on, man. If someone came up to me, if little Miss Miss came up to me and said, so-and-so did this. I'm an intelligent individual, but I feel at that moment, I become a savage. Unless she has a history of making up lies about people. Other than that, you got to take them at the word. You know, I, I hate to put that out there, but, you know, there, there is a lot of cases where we're... People use false allegations that ruin people's careers. It happens all the time. It happens all the time, right? And, you know, it could be the case here, but I don't understand why that would be the case here. The dad's not famous. She's not really, you know, famous in any way. No. You know, so so to, to be honest, to have your sister, the older daughter, Shaul Guerrero, who used to be in NXT, um, she's married to that Aiden, Aiden um he used to be the singer guy with Rusa. Married to him? Yeah, Aiden. I can't. Aiden English. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Aiden. Uh, she's married to him. Um, even she's come out in defense of her mother and stepfather saying, oh, no, no. She, she just, you know. But, how, but she doesn't know she wasn't there. So how could she say that? But I just think it's just that family right. dynamic, though, man. Yeah, it's so much crazy. drama and chaos. Right. But who goes online and talks that way about your children? It's just that's that's what I wanted crazy. to talk about. Like I just it just bothers me to no end. Like, you know, we don't we don't know the story, obviously, the full full story, but we know enough to know that you know this just the comments are wrong. Yeah, no, it's it's this is gonna keep continuing on too, man. It's only gonna get more bad blood between them, more stuff online, airing each yeah. other out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know. She apparently she she was um apparently she she was abused on a cruise ship uh before the pandemic hit in 2020. Uh she she had told Vicky of the assaults and was told that it was a mistake and that's not who he really is. So she tells Vicky, yeah, and Vicky tells her, oh no, it was just a mistake. So she accepted the fact that this happened. Yeah. 
and, and he's not that kind of person. So first off, Chats, I'm going to ask you a very simple question. What's the difference between a mistake and a choice? Yeah, that's a good question. Well, there was this was no mistake, dude. He did it on purpose. No, no, no. But, but what for everybody, here's what I think, okay? A mistake is something you do that you don't know the consequences of. For mm -hmm. example, say you're driving home from work, right? And your normal, normal turnoff is blocked because they're doing construction. Detour yeah. two blocks up. You come to the detour, it's a T fork in the road. You can go left or right. You decide to go right, not knowing that added 20 minutes to your time. That's an honest mistake. Now, say you come to the exact same spot the next day and you still take your right. You made the choice now because you know how long it's going to take you to get home. This guy sexually assaulting somebody made the choice, choice. knowingly. And alcohol or drugs is not an excuse either. Fuck that. I mean, I, I think, you know, we've heard of people under the influence of alcohol uh, taking advantage of people. Oh, yeah. Supposedly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. You know, so so I mean, it, it, it's always happening. It never stops. It's just if you have a name, it becomes bigger. Yeah. But I believe her in this case because of what Vicky said. So just based on that. Right. And it's not really is. And she's having a relationship with her. Right. Uh, do you want me to read her statement? Sure, go ahead. Let's hear it. All right. So this is what Vicky says. There are two sides to a story. Over 15 years, over 15 years, my relationship with Sherilyn has been hostile, and I have tried to deal with a narcissist person. This is Vicky Guerrero talking about her daughter. No, um, not only myself, but close friends of Sherilyn over 10 years and family have cut ties with her because of her manic behaviors. So if she's manic, why isn't she getting her help or getting her medication to help her with her you mental health so, issues? Love mom. Right? I've tried to do therapy, but she always says no, and that I'm and I'm not sick. She says, Carolyn, please tell your side of character being drunk on the cruise ship and having guys in your oh really. So she's saying that she's basically she was drunk and she had a whole bunch of guys in her room. So what parent lets your child get drunk and then have a bunch of dudes in your room? Uh, a real real foolish parent i would never go for that tell you that right and you know blah 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 it just kind of goes on from here from here uh I, i'm gonna end it with this uh you want to play dirty and sling chris and i through mud i have my own pile of mud from you right um she goes on to say that her daughter has not even spoken to chris about the situation um, but you can go on social media and air the laundry there sort of a deal. Um, I am so done with you and tired of years of your manipulations, lies, and disrespect. I kept quiet for years because you never seek therapy to learn how to be an adult conversation with me. It's always been your way or no way at all. Um, wow. For the Crazy. fans who, for the fans that, for the fans who feel entitled to comment, fuck you. You only hear one side of the story and you feel entitled to comment on something you know nothing about. Opposite of this, Shavo, though, is supporting Sherlin. Yeah, there's so a big within, family feud going on here. So within the, well, the, the Guerreros don't even like Vicky. Right, they can't yeah. stand her. Well, she's not really a Guerrero. She married into it. No, no, no. I get it, but they can't even stand Vicky. Yeah. Even she, when she was married to him, they didn't like her. Even then, too, eh? 
this it makes me wonder what you know i i don't know what would have eddie done <laughs> yeah it's hard to say well like i said eddie was no choir boy he was a, a wild party man too right so maybe but again he, he came from that clearly. old school kind of you know wrestling mentality though right yep. i mean it, it was what it was um yeah well, i hear you it is what it is brother i tell you what man why don't we wrap this up here then i'm not on a shitty note do you have something fun the top five anything <laughs> I got a top five for you. What do you got, bro? Let's hear your top five surprise picks of the year. So meaning like Roman can lose the belt. Top five surprises of the year. Brock Lesnar will retire. Vinny will punch Triple H. Whatever you got, let's hear them. Predictions? Yeah, like surprises. Like what's going to happen in wrestling? AEW, WWE, whatever you got. Oh, okay. Um, Goldberg will have his final match in AEW. I have a feeling. Um, and he deserves a final match. If that's what he wants. He's had such such a good career, right? So no, no, yeah. But I mean, I mean, the only people who can afford him is AEW or WWE. Yeah. Bottom line. And yeah. from what I understand, the four or five matches that he had in Saudi Arabia, he made an average of two million dollars per match. Goldberg is no dummy. He's no right? dummy. So if he's going to go over that way, or if he's going to come back, uh, his final match I think will be in AEW. Um, he's just. Doesn't fit into WWE storylines or, or no? They, you don't need a storyline. You could just have them show up, punch somebody, and have a match. Really? No, no, no. I know you could, right? But I just think with the direction and everything, it just—I don't know. I just don't think it's. I don't think Vance is happy at the last couple of his matches, so he's like, "Yeah, you're done." Yeah, yeah, pretty much, right? So he can go okay. that way. Um, Vinnie Mac comes on to Raw TV or, or or on WWE TV sometime in the future. You're gonna hear that yeah. music. And he's going to be walking out. I think that's going to happen. That's too. Hopefully, he gets rid of that mustache before he does that. No, for sure. Um, Cody beats Roman at WrestleMania next year. Okay. I, I think that's going to happen. Um, two more. Two more. Two more. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I think Ronda Rousey. Ronda Rousey will become women's champion again somehow. That's yeah, I hope so. bound to happen. And last but not least, this year in WWE, you know what? I think you might just see Christian back in WWE at some point. I hope not. Well, it's just him and Edge, like a yeah, 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 yeah. Just a final bye bye, something like that. But I think that's what's gonna happen this. Oh, well, this year is twenty twenty three. I I have MGF. Showing up on Raw. But that would be 2024. Yeah. Fair enough, man. Good I, th I think this time next year, MGF will be fully submerged in WWE. And he'll be co he'll be feuding with Cody for one of the heavyweight title belts. Very, very possible, man. Very possible. That's how I see them bringing him in. Somehow... If he's going to come in, he's going to come in at the Rumble. He's going to win the Rumble and then feud with Cody for the title at Mania. Yeah, I mean, it's very possible. You got, you got Saturday night, and then if the Rock is available, then you'll get Rock Roman on Sunday night. <laughs> Could happen. You never know. Anything it's, can happen. In that's just the way I'm looking at it right now. But hey, Chad. I just want to see, only thing I want to see is the McMahon family story drama on the air. Make it happen. You got Stephanie, Shane, Vince. Triple H, you could have a real, real good feud that would it would smoke any storyline they've done in twenty years. Shane is training; he's he's training again. So 
who knows? Maybe we'll see him back at SummerSlam. You got Vince and Shane coming out there saying, why'd you marry this guy? He's nothing but a, a money-hungry, you know, and, and just do that. Evil Vince versus Triple H. Like, a lot of good, real stuff will come out of that. It's no, a money. So, the no, story writes itself. You're right. It is. It is. I just think, again, it just comes down to how long do you bring Vince back in? You know what I mean? Because, I mean, as we talked about earlier, this new generation of people that we deal with on a day-to-day basis, you know, they 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 have to be appeased, right? No, the same people that take pictures of Mike Tyson and Stone Cold Steve Austin. He's done way worse than Vince has ever done. These people, hey, are, man, they're the know, same. They're the same people who complain about you and me wanting to eat a steak, but they're wearing fucking leather belts and and yeah, they want us to all eat bugs. You know what I mean? Eat bugs for dinner. So yeah, yeah Vince yeah. will come on, like you said, at some point this year, come on Raw and SmackDown and come out there and piss some people off. And, yeah. We'll see oh, speaking of that, very quickly, let's end it with this. Things don't get easier for Vince here. Uh, another lawsuit. Have you heard about this one? Uh, former writer is claiming racism and racist storylines, and no. uh, apparently That's she a got, lawsuit. She got fired because she took home a WrestleMania 38 chair. That's why they fired her. Um, you guys, check out the article. It's kind of interesting. So she's the thing about America, you can sue anybody for anything, right? So just trying to make a few bucks. Well, basically, she's saying that there have been incidents where they wanted to write like storylines um, for for wrestlers, you know, of of, of ethnicity. And um, where was it? Here it is. Yes. Uh, according to Bloomberg, former WWE writer Brittany Abrahams, who began who began writing for the for Raw and SmackDown in 2020, is suing the company. World Wrestling Entertainment, Vince McMahon, and other executives allegedly discriminated and retaliated against a black female writer for objecting to offensively racist and stereotypical jargon used in scripts. Yeah, that, that lawsuit just it's just her opinion. Well, example. Uh, in conversation, so she she's quoting Bianca Belair as a part of this. Say, eh? uh, she is seeking reinstatement, damages, declaratory judgment, and an injunction restraining defendant from engaging in such unlawful conduct. Yeah. So, so your, she also mentioned in the lawsuit that Bianca Belair herself complained about the content of her promo once in her conversation with Miss Belair the following day. Miss Beller informed the plaintiff that she had told Chris Dunn three different times that I don't want to say that line because, but he never listens to me. They put yeah. it in every week. Um, where was it here? Here's the line. I'm just trying to find the line here. Oh, here it goes. She complained of racial gender stereotypes and scripts, including ones instructing Beller to say, uh-uh, don't make me take off my earrings and beat your ass. Is that a black person saying? Uh, according to her, it is. She's the okay. one sounds more racist to me than 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 done. Okay, fair Here's enough. the thing with that lawsuit right there. I can already poke three holes in it. Bianca Belair is not going to speak on the record saying she said that. She works for them. She's the champ. She's not yeah. going to do that. Yeah, so, yeah. And the other one is about Apollo Cruz pretending to have a Nigerian accent. She's mad about that. Yeah. <sighs> this is just a disgruntled employee, man. It's, this is nothing. But dude, if you're if you're going to go to the extent that you are to sue the company. Just wants to get paid, dude. No, I get good. that, but why would you want to come back and work for them? Why are you asking for reinstatement? You're just going to be treated like shit. You're lucky if you even get a broom closet. 
Yeah, I mean, she's complaining about a Nigerian accent. I mean, I mean, he wanted to do it, he did it. This is the thing. How many movies do you watch where you can? There's all kinds of racial stereotypes in them. It's part of a movie. The writing is show. This is not real life, people. This is scripted stuff. It's well, not we, real life. We we live in right? a day and age now, brother, where an actor portraying someone with a mental health issue is being, you know, uh, disparaged and, and treated poorly because that yeah. role wasn't given to a, someone who actually has mental health issues. Well, they wouldn't now, be able to do the role probably. Well, that's the fucking the thing, thing, man. <laughs> that's the thing, Come on. Right? Exactly. Thank you. The one thing Vince Russo is right about, the one mistake that Vince McMahon has made over the years is he's hired too many writers. People don't know what they're doing and you get this kind of crap. Narrow yeah, it down no, to two no, no, guys. No. It's true. It's true. Cut the other people out. It's true, but it, the company got so big that Vince yeah, McMahon couldn't, he just couldn't write the show by the pool anymore, man. Yeah, I and, know, and but you know, it's like two guys it. to write SmackDown, two guys to write Raw, Vince get the final say. Look, cut the rest you, out. you put Heyman and Pritchard plus one of their two guys that they choose mm -hmm. to work with. And let those two guys and whoever they pick, their team of one or two, mm -hmm. you have three on Raw, you have three on SmackDown. Yeah, that's all you need. And that's it, right? Oversaturated. You're right. But you know what's not saturated? We're not fucking saturated. Exactly. We're Sap and Chance. This is episode 100. Fuck, I can't wait to tell you about episode 200, man. I just can't wait. On that go. note, guys and girls, everybody, thank you so much for tuning into our show. Thank you so much for all your support. Mr. Michaels, thank you uh, for kicking around and, and, uh, and and yeah, putting out all this content with us, man, with me, and uh, you know, a lot of exciting. fun. Yeah, we're, we have some great shit coming up. We we got some great takes coming down the line, some interviews coming up the pipe. So guys, we're just heating up, man. In the words of Chris Jericho, Sap and Jance, man, drink it in, man, drink <laughs> it in. All right. On that note, it's Chance Michaels. The words of the great ACDC, those that download, like, subscribe to the podcast, we salute you. We do salute you. And in the words of Ed Whalen, in the meantime and in between time, that is it for Samp and Chance. We will be back in the next day or so with a recap of all the stuff that went down this weekend, this past weekend, in the world of boxing. Can't wait to get into that shit. So much has happened since that fight. Oh, yeah. uh, guys, have a great rest of your week. We will talk soon. Sam and Chance out.